Okay, just gotta make sure I put this new shirt on over my head. All right. Justin, do you think we can convince them that this is a new day? That yeah, this I, is a new recording? I think so. I mean, the light's a little bit different, so it's not like well, it's the same light. They're going to assume it, it's yeah, different. Yeah, because it's been but, time. Yeah. But the, we do, the clothing thing, we have to change mm-hmm. clothes, right? Yeah, I, I sort of just like sort of like rubbed the oh you, okay that, that was as far as it was going i was gonna be like how are you gonna do it with the with the headphones on because yeah yeah like, I, I got the you know on. the good thing about like i can get another hat yeah never another hat there you can't even tell like you know what i mean can't even tell yeah, what is that hat um this is a hat i got for five dollars at the walmart it says oh, perfect. mountain adventure adventure that sounds like fun. I'd go on a mountain adventure. Something with like you. that. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I got that one on, and then I got another button shirt. Let me just. Uh... Yeah, you throw you throw that guy on. I'm gonna talk, and then we're gonna flip when I have to take this shirt off. All right, and and that whole sort of thing. Um, this is uh, we're recording. All right, full disclosure here. We are recording <sighs> this today's episode. Um, a week in the past, because Justin right now, uh, currently when this episode goes live, is enjoying the sunny sights of Phoenix, Arizona. It's supposed to be like a hundred plus when I'm there. That's in, that's insane. Did it's you know be... that Arizona backwards is Arizona? It's the only state that's a. You're palindrome. kidding me. That's not true. What do you mean? That, that's, well, that's true. The only state that is. Yeah. That can't be true. Like that's re- no. I air. It's not true. <laughs> I, said this. I think I said this on the show. Before. Oh, you did it. It's, it's not true. <laughs> I think I did. It's not true. Not true. No, um, but enough. Like, if you say that, this is true. If you say that to people, enough confidence. Like, there's enough people who were just like, "Yeah, it seems right," and then you just move on. Yep. No, nope. um, nope. I I typed it in the computer after this happened to me tw- twice. Gullible again, not gullible. I'm trusting. I'm a trusting yeah, human and, being, and I appreciate that about you, Justin. Um, I truly, truly do. Um, yeah. So, so we are recording this because Justin will be in uh, Arizona or Azarona, as it's <laughs> written backwards. Um, <laughs> Uh, and and so so there's all sorts of of video game news that's happened i'm sure regarding the uh the xbox showcase and summer games fest and all sorts of showcases the ubisoft showcase but unfortunately we aren't going to be able to talk about it until next week um but just so that our twitter clip works i am going to change my shirt uh give me two seconds here justin okay while while you're changing that um let me tell you things about arizona that i know I know that Arizona is real hot. That's what I know. One thing about it. Um, my students were also telling me that if we took an egg and we cracked it in the car, we can cook the egg in the car. And I said, I, you're just going to put it on your dashboard. That's going to ruin the rental. And they're like, no, Mr. Makovich, we get a plate and then we cook it on the plate. Ooh, you're talking about eggs? Yeah. In they, cars? Yeah. They say it's so hot in Arizona. You can cook an egg. Oh yeah, and in, in I your bet car. that's true. I'm sure it is, but like it gets hot. I don't need to prove that. And then are you going to eat it? You need a car egg. Car egg? I probably would. Just to say you did. Just to say I did. Yeah. And that's disappointing. It is, but also not entirely um, surprising. It's <laughs> 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 headbox.
going on, everyone? Welcome back to Hitbox episode number 148. My name is Peter Hunt Spitek. Joining me, as always, my wonderful friend and co-host, Justin Makovich. Justin, I know, like, so we're recording these back-to-back, um, episode 40, 148 and, and 147. So and I'm asked, like, how are you doing? Um, how are you? Like, like, I know that you might get, like, have a similar response, but how are you doing, man? I'm good. The fact that we did the costume change of our clothing mm-hmm. means I just wasted two button-up shirts because uh, I ran right before we recorded, so I'm not in the mm-hmm. best state, but I knew for the for the bit I needed to. Yeah. So now I have two of my shirts that are sweaty, so mm-hmm. I have to do more laundry because of have, this. I've got a question for you, and this might be different because you like your life revolves around you and like your wife you know what i mean like you like guys yeah. like work together for your lives i assume <laughs> yeah, yeah like that um, yeah yeah <laughs> like, like i guess what i'm trying to say is like no one's depending on me to do laundry other than me uh-huh you, you know what i mean yeah do you do laundry like as a set activity of like okay i do laundry every thursday or like sunday or something like that or do you just do laundry when you realize you don't have any clean clothes it's kind of like i do laundry when the hamper gets a little full and then some mm-hmm. like some, we're pretty good about like going you know and like sh- like like I'm doing it now. You're doing it now. And like spreading it out. But there's still sometimes like I got to do laundry. And then it's like the other person's like, well, I got to do laundry too. And then it's like, all right, who really needs to do laundry? And it's be like, I've been wearing the same pair of underwear for a week. Oh, interesting. So you guys have your own separate sort of laundry. Yeah. Endeavors. I guess that makes sense. Elena's clothes have all sorts of different little like delicate pieces to them that if I just threw in with my shit, would I, just be eviscerated. Yeah, I wouldn't know. And then, like, I, I just don't want to ruin it. And then I just get, I get, like, even sometimes it's like, I know the way, like, I, I just do it a very certain way. And I yeah. just don't want to, like, have to, like, I want, maybe, maybe that laundry needs to be done a certain way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to ruin anything. I want to shrink something. One time, I shrunk all my t-shirts. <laughs> what did Not, you do? I put them in the dryer because I don't dry all my my t shirts because like they like shrink a you lot. You air dry them? I air dry them. How do you do that? On a clothesline or you just? Uh, I have like a closet next to the laundry room that I use and like I'll, I'll like hang them up and then have like a, a fan blow on them until they're fine. See, that sounds great because like I deal with a lot of like clothes shrinkage because yeah. I'm bad at laundry. Yeah. So like I might do like that but, sounds like a good but idea. But also like at the same time. When you accidentally put the heat on all of your T-shirts, then all of them are ruined at the same time, and you're like, Oops. "I guess that's fair. That's that's a that's an AOE attack." Yeah, yeah. So it was like it was like, well, I guess I'm, I need a new T-shirt, so I guess this is good. But like, you know, there's a little things like that. Like if you don't know, like this cer- certain shirt, if I'm not careful with it, it'll shrink. So I, don't, you know, it's, there's a lot, and I can barely remember little things. So sometimes laundry can be a lot. No, that that makes sense. My mom used um, to do it like she'd have different colors. Like she'd do only do reds together. Like enough red stuff would be saved to do reds together. When I was a kid, we would sort it like part of our chores, like yeah. daily chores, was like gathering all the laundry and sorting it into like discrete bins of like here's all the socks, here's yeah. all the t-shirts, here's yeah. all the button shirts, yeah. and stuff like that. Insane. Could it's never. Nuts. N- it's nuts, yeah. right? Um, as much as I want to keep talking about this, and as is like enthralled as i know our listeners are about our personal laundry <laughs> like, habits they're all like wait a second i'm not weird <laughs> i yeah. separate my stuff too <laughs> i've seen the demographic for people who listen to this show uh you motherfuckers are all just like us <laughs> just put it all in one all in one um <laughs> load and <Dang>. uh yeah <laughs> Uh, Justin, here's a preview of the news that's coming up. All right. Uh, news happened. Some was good. Some was bad. That's a good, that's uh, a good, that's a good preview. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, jokes aside, though, if you are interested in joining our Discord, the link to that is in the description of this episode. If you want to support more laundry-based podcasting like this one, hop on over to patreon.com slash hitboxpod, become a $1 podcast producer or a $3 deluxe podcast producer. Get that 30-minute extra bonus show every single week. Last week, we talked about um, what's going on with Apple's WWDC showcase. That just uh, happened last week. Today, I forget what we're doing, but I know that it's going to be fun. We're recording that at a later date and time. Uh, it's <laughs> going to be good. Don't you worry. Best oh, one yet. How, we're talking about how Game of the Year works for us and and uh, like the mindset that goes into um, what makes a game that deserves to to be mentioned at the end of the year in terms of its quality and, and stuff like that. I think it's kind of an interesting thing, and I'd be interested to hear what you, our deluxe Patreon producers, think about it, like Jay Nolan, Dave Parker, and perhaps you dear listener who's listening to it that isn't Dave, Noel, Dave Parker or Jay Noel um, because you can sign up for that for just $3 a month and we would be eternally grateful um, if not all good you can support us by following us on Twitter at HitboxPod or uh, uh, what's the word for like when you say something's good on a website like Spotify or iTunes like a review rating like, our podcast rate, okay. <laughs> five stars um we've been recording for a while so i'm losing it a little bit um but not so much that i can't talk about the metacritic roundup justin you want to join me let's do it there's none none. (laughs) no new games no new games uh is there anything that will be coming out um i don't know it's so weird because like uh let's see um, next big game upcoming release. I mean, Final Fantasy 16 is the June 22nd. Um, but you'll be you'll be here for that. I'll be here for that, um, and and that might be one. I got I'll I'll coin flip if it's either I'll be playing Diablo or Final Fantasy 16 that week. Yeah. Um. Oh, apparently, Layers of Fear. Oh, is yeah. Is coming June 15th. I've. They've not, have they even done trailers you know for what? that? I always say nothing like June for a good spooky game. You know, it really just gets me gets me ready yeah. for October. It's Christmas in July, Halloween in June. It's a Halloween thing. in June. Yeah. No, but for real though, is that coming out? Or did they I guess it is. I think it is. I, I saw I saw a an update of like some things that are coming out and uh what do you think? Is this is this game good? Is these Metacritic uh, I bet it fucking sucks. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sure. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, like, I'm sure it's fine in the way that the other layers of fear and other blooper team games are fine. Um, I, I don't. I bet it's not much to write home about. But is best blooper like a, team game since the medium. Unpack that one. Um. Well, it's not a high bar really <laughs> to <laughs> to clear. But um, I'll say this: I liked Layers of Fear. The fr- I only played the first one. Um. I liked that game better than uh, the medium. medium. Yeah. I think the game was spookier, but less playable. I thought it was a little obtuse at times. Yeah, I remember like, having to, to find do. puzzle pieces or something. Yeah. They're all like floating around. Yeah, kind of yeah. Sucks, and but. like the story was just like whatever. But like I think like the medium, I'm not going to defend that as being like an awesome game, but like at least it told a story. Yeah, that, that, it felt like it was a lot more like cinematic in, yeah. in quality and, and straightforward and whatever. Um, what would you say its score on Metacritic is going to be? And we'll, it, I guess we'll be able oh, to. Oh, it's going to score like this. a 72. Yeah, that's how, that actually feels 
right on the money. Yeah, for it feels me. feels like it's gonna do that. Unless it's like really awesome. I hope I'm wrong. I'm hope it scores it scores like a thousand. But like Amnesia the Bunker, everyone's like, Yeah, it's a good game, it's spooky, it's like good amnesia game. Seventy five. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm like, right, what? exactly. Yeah, Which again like is a good expecting. score. Like it's yeah, not terrible, yeah, yeah. but um yeah, so so there, there you go. Um I'm not going to do a funny little bit about doing going to the news or anything like that. I'm just going to lay out what we're doing today. So um, today we are taking a look at the video games that have launched in 2023 so far. And I know that like a lot of different podcasts and, and places like to do a kind of like halfway through the year um, look at, at what's come out and everything like that. And so we're going to do something similar, but we're going to be putting the games on a tier list instead of doing like a six month game yeah. of the year thing. We're just going to be saying like, giving a classification for how we think these games are going to um uh fall when it comes to uh like how they'll be remembered in terms of like quality and stuff like that so obviously a tier list goes from uh, our tier list here goes from uh, s being the best a being second b after that c and then anything under c uh, goes into a little trash can that we have on our little document here um and so we are going from uh open critic it's uh, uh, list of games here. Now, Justin, I we didn't have to stop beforehand. Do we want to do it so that it's sorted by score or release date? Because I feel like if we sort them by score, it's just going to go like S to A. I mean, obviously, we might have conflicting opinions on certain things, but like, um, oh yeah, we can do release date, right? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Why is Release date Alan Wake 2, the first one on this Because it's list. backwards. <laughs> okay. Because uh, it's back. It's from, it's from like, right now to uh, uh, the beginning of the year. All right. Which, I, like, I'm fine with doing it like this. Yeah. It's, so, let me try to go to the it's beginning awkward. of this. But, oh, you so just do it from, okay, fine. From, right. Just, yeah, just to yeah. save us. From what's clicks, fresh whatever. in our minds. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're using Open Critic for a couple reasons. Metacritic can be kind of nuts in terms of like trying to like parse what new games came out and like the different versions of them because sometimes mm-hmm. if like something gets released later, I just to make it nice and easy, I think this list is going to be the one we use. So, sorry, our sponsorship that's not a sponsorship with Metacritic is going to have to deal. Uh I I think it's going to be just fine. Make your and website also- better. Yeah, well, but I like that about Metacritic, though, that it that gives it's you the not a good scores. website that it's a- no, I think it's a good website. I think it's a good website. But what I'm trying to say also is that also this is not a like comprehensive list of every single video game that came out. Uh, and also, we're not just limited to the games that we've played. Like we're going to put like Street Fighter on here. Um, that is not a game that we've played, but that we feel uh, where we feel it falls in terms of like this tier list yeah. this is for fun guys don't take this too seriously <laughs> <laughs> video games are fun remember everyone yeah, this is for fun uh my feelings on street fighter are literally the least informed they could possibly be mm. <laughs> so do not take my word for it but um justin let's let's kick it off here first game uh on the list is uh diablo 4 where do you think this falls i do not so for like to kind of like read the list for me, I think S tier yeah. games are going to be games that will be people's game of the year. Yeah, yeah. I might find it a hard argument to make Diablo for mm-hmm. a game of the year. I think sure. it's a good game. I think it's an addictive game. I think it's going to be like one of those games that's like, oh, I'm glad I played that. But like, is it going to change the world? Is it something that people are going to be like, this is a top tier, like awesome, awesome game? 
I don't know. Part of me is saying it should be an A tier game. A feels good for me. Okay. It, just in terms of just like generally, like this is a quality game that I think people are going to sink a lot of time into. Okay. Okay. Then we'll, we'll, we'll confidently, let's see if this is, I'm going to try to put the images. Nope. That did not work. That don't, was, nope, nope. Call, I think you just write, you just write, just it. write it in there. Okay. Fine. D. Uh oh. It's going to work as Diablo IV, which is four if you never learn Roman numerals. Um, it is four. Oh, if you've never learned Roman numerals. Mm-hmm. I thought you were saying, which is four if you don't know Roman numerals. Yep. So I was like, yep. no, you got it. Yep. Um, up next here, Amnesia the Bunker. To me, I am waffling between B and C. It's that This game is not going to change the world, but it seems to be a good sort of game if you're into... Um, this survival horror stuff, the amnesia stuff. We talked about this in the main episode last week that um, might be interested in playing this when October rolls around. I'm going to say C, not to say that it's not enjoyable, but just not a game that I think is going to change the world. What do you think about that? Yeah, I would agree. I would lean towards this being a C for the reason being um, that it's, it's fine. Like it's a good game. Is it going to be something that I highly recommend someone play? I think there's a couple like use case scenarios where it is like, all right, th- this might be a game you like you'd want to play during this time, but I yeah. don't think it is necessarily like going to be the game that you need to play. Yes, I would absolutely agree. Uh, up next here, we got uh, Street Fighter Six. Mm. I, I know we use this as an example. I don't have much of an opinion on this. But it seems the way people are talking about it, this game is going to be around for a while. I agree. I, I think th- this is one of those things where it's going fi- to like fly around Diablo for me in terms of being an A game. Um, because like it's a good fighting game. It's Street Fighter's always been a good fighting game. Uh, surprisingly, it seems like the the single player story is still kind of like eh about it but what the single player story does that i think is good for a single player story is that gives you like more things to do and also it seems like it is pretty good at teaching yeah um you how to play the game and not just like in like simple tutorials and stuff like that um there's one mechanic in the single player called like what was this called i wrote about it today um it's called like power moments or Guys, hold on. GameRanks.com, save my life, please. GameRanks.com, please. Um, <laughs> pressure time, where basically like one of the uh, quests in the, like one of like the the quests that you have to complete in the um, the single player is like it says use pressure time x amount of times, and basically pressure time is only in the single player where at a certain point when an enemy is about to do an attack they will have a white outline for just a second. And that white outline will show you when they are vulnerable. And basically the enemies in the single player use moves from the characters in the, uh, use moves from characters in the like, uh, uh, actual fighting part of the game. Mm. So it basically teaches you, okay, well, if this guy does a Hadouken or whatever, I don't know any street, other street fighter moves, they're going to be vulnerable at this moment. It's not in the actual, like, pvp part of it but basically you'll be able to recognize oh when the hadouken happens they're vulnerable here does Hmm. that make sense yeah yeah that's kind of interesting so again it's a way to kind of teach you the mechanics yeah i think to me i think street fighter belongs in s tier just based on how people are talking about it and the way it's been received 
if that's the logic, then why why wouldn't Diablo? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I I agree with your a tier. I, I like, but also with this game, I, I don't have any feelings about. Okay, it. You know I, what I mean? Personally. I agree with your argument then. <laughs> Uh, uh, so is that S tier, A tier? What do you want to do? Uh, Again, I don't care. I think we'll put it in, with, with an S tier, and I think uh, part of that has to do with um, it just being. I'm really trying with these images. Uh, I think with it just being like a better than version uh, of Street Fighter than we fighter than we've gotten in a while. Um, I yeah. think it, it would make sense that it's an S tier, and I think it's new enough and different enough, and will be popular enough uh, with that. Uh, though personally. Diablo, I would prefer more than Street Fighter, but yeah, I think Street Fighter. I see. I don't even know because this is baffling to me. You know what? Let's lock it in. Do it because I would say Diablo has more people playing it right now than Street Fighter. I have no idea because it, maybe it's yeah, like people playing Street Fighter. I think it had uh concurrent players for Street Fighter. Street Fighter con con concurrent players are we in six or five six (laughs) great um one million players eight hours ago for street fighter six it surpassed one million players diablo five concurrent players um let's see blizzard is fucking huge isn't it yeah so they're peak this is their peak player count was three million gotcha so i just think it's like a bigger game but is it a better game i don't think so i have no idea all right truly no way of saying for me you know what i will play one of these games and it'll be diablo street fighter i'm sorry you just haven't done it for me i I get it man s tier game (laughs) Uh, Lord of the Rings Gollum. I'm thinking that goes in trash. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, we'll do that. Yeah, I think it's a trash game. Well, what would you argue? What's what is Lord it? of the Rings, like, the best IP of all time? Like, just, like, one of, like, the the prime characters gets highlighted for the first time, and you're going to say it's a trash game having not even played it, Peter? I guess that's true. I didn't play it. That's true. No, it's a it's a garbage ass game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like nothing, garbage, no, right? Nothing about that game that is <laughs> no like redeemable or yeah. anything. Um, uh, th- this came out. I had no idea. I didn't realize the Outlast Trials came out. Uh, but I don't think we need to rank it on here. Yeah, no, um, I, I I don't. I I was I would put it in trash because we didn't even know it came out. Yeah, uh, Humanity. This is a game that mm-hmm. I think is a solid A tier game. I would say this is an A-tier game. I think this is an excellent addition to the pantheon of excellent puzzle games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, And I think it is a step above other, other puzzle games. Um, not necessarily because of its uniqueness, but just also because of um, just what it does. Yeah. I just, I can't get enough of this game. Um, up next here, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Mm, mm. We should have to say maybe we should call this a tier list with an E. Ah, okay. Okay. 
We did this last year. It'd be a tier list with uh, a Y. Yeah. Oh, for the God of War. <laughs> God look of at, War. Look yeah. at you go. With, um, like, that's a that's a clever one. I like that. Jokes aside, though, and I'm willing to have this conversation. It's S tier, right? Yeah. Okay. You threw that right in there. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, th- to me, I, I don't think there there's really an argument for this not being one of these S tier yeah. games. And regardless of not if it's like our personal game of the years or not, we there are a few times when you get a game like this that just permeates social media. Everywhere you look, you find stuff about yes. it. You see it everywhere. Yes. Everyone's talking about it, just putting hours and hours into it. And I think it's one of those games that even once people get distracted with other things, they're going to come back to it this year and be creative with it. Um, I mean, Diablo, like, let's talk about that. A lot of people are playing that game. It just came out. Uh, yeah. You're not seeing that on the social media in the same way you're seeing Zelda, not because no. Diablo's like not a good game. It's just there's so much in Zelda, so many different things you can do in Zelda. Like, it's just really hard for me to like not think of this game as being something that is like genre, not genre, like generation defining for a game. It's also it's like I think it's been a long time since I've played a game that just so effortlessly or I guess seemingly effortlessly allows players to like express themselves in a way that isn't like like supposed to be art yeah do you know what I mean like like, there are plenty of games where it's like express yourself by you know creating your character or doing whatever um whereas like this game it's like express yourself by making a battle mech if you want yeah (laughs) right (laughs) right um and and I think that that is is really special and cool. And it's something that I, I feel like you don't see a lot right now. Yep. You know, um, I wonder. So, like, you know how Breath of the Wild had like it. Its influence can be seen in so many different games, like specifically about the idea of like play your own way, play the the game in the order that you want. You know, um, you, you saw that from any everything from like Elden Ring to Sonic Frontiers. Right. Yep. To to varying levels of success. Right. I think those, in my opinion, are sort of the polar opposites of the spectrum of like Sonic Frontiers is like, why did you do it like this? Like, what do you mean in the order I want? You have to do it in this order. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like what? Or even with like Pokemon Scarlet. Right. Yeah. And Violet, like any order I want. Why? The, they have set levels. Right. Right. <laughs> like, you know, Um but what do you do you think that there's going to be something like that from Tears of the Kingdom that all these other games try to emulate? I don't think so, um, because we've had enough time. I think uh, obviously one of the things I think people took away from uh, Breath of the Wild is being this is the thing of the game. Stamina bars. You can climb anything, do anything, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. I think that's what people took away. But the thing that Breath of the Wild did that is really more than that is it's physics sandbox. Yes. Like how you could solve puzzles in a variety of ways. I, the one, mm-hmm. one everyone talks about is the one when you have the, the, uh, uh, the thing that you control your, uh, controller w- with or you switch with, and you have to like turn it around or whatever. Oh, the little like maze thing. Yeah, yeah. And if you turn it around, it gets to the backside. You just slide it to the other end with no problems. That's not how they intended you to do it but you can solve it that way. And the kind right. of stuff that people could do with stasis and everything like that to get around puzzles and everything like that to beat the game quickly. Um, like it's physics sandbox was one of the most, if you think you can do it, you can do it. And then mm-hmm. tears comes and it goes the next level with that to a point where I think it's to the point where I even broke 
the sequential, the, 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 the game to a certain degree with how oh, I yeah, can like, like just skip through a stuff. bunch of stuff, my temple yeah. stuff and everything like that, because it literally does let you do that to a point. Um, and it is just like one of those games that like one ups what Breath of the Wild does. But I can't think of something new that that does that Breath of the Wild doesn't do other than the fact that there's three worlds. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I guess the thing for me would be like th- that I would expect certain like like studios to try to emulate is the building stuff. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we started seeing more like building games like that in, in the future. But I think the difference is that like not that any game development is easy or anything like that. Building mechanics are fucking hard mm-hmm. i bet you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like to balance this sort of stuff and and to do that sort of thing like i bet that that's hard you know um whereas just making your game and saying yeah you can do it in whatever order you want during the tutorial right is very is i'm gonna say like comparatively very easy right yeah um do you think the, yeah i think yeah what's that do you think the building mechanics are good uh i guess what do you mean by good like are they like is it done well i think so i mean i think you can do whatever you want with it but i i just don't know if like it's as tight as i want the game to be like my my connection to it is like i always feel like the weak part of breath of the wild was its combat and like just how it feels not the actual fighting Mm -hmm. because you can do some cool stuff with it this one the building is cool but like how you do it is clunky often. And I feel like more often than not, the mistakes I made are just because of how clunky it is rather than like it's how I wanted to do. Trying to line some stuff up sometimes, I'm just sitting there way too long trying to get the damn wheels on the same plane for some of these yeah, things. Yeah. And it just is kind of like frustrating. Like I almost wish it was like one of those like pop out, like it's like the Sims build world where you can like move things along a grid or something like that. Um, I know that kind of breaks immersion to a certain point, but I just don't know if that's one of its strongest things that it does, though the building itself is like, you know what I mean? Like the stuff you can make. Is I do. Cool, I do. And the tools are I, cool. I, but how you build, I'm fighting with a lot. I, I know what you mean. I've been having a decent time with it. I think the thing that is really, really cool about it for me is the problem solving that comes from building of just going like, I'm going to do this to solve this problem yeah i think that's really really cool and that's where i think in my opinion the game really shines and if other games are going to try and use the building like if they're going to rip the building from from this i think what they might be missing is the key element of like but the reason why it works so well not only is like i guess the building fun enough and you get a bunch of cool different tools but because you are using it to solve problems because mm-hmm. it, it, it's the it, the building is the solution to so many problems right i'm just like how do i get up there mm-hmm. and then you go i don't know well, how what would you do with these tools you know yeah um but yeah i, I think i think this is going to be one of those games that that people talk about for a really long time i don't know though and and i guess this is a conversation for another another time um i wonder if if this is going to be remembered as Like, I wonder, like, when in history, gaming history, when we look back, like, are we going to remember which one is going to be the more, like, not popular, but, like, are we going to look back and think about Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom? Uh, I think that's a great question. I think my answer is Breath Breath of the Wild just because it was the first. What do you think? But do more people talk about Mass Effect 2 or Mass Effect? Oh, good question. 
That's actually a really good question. And like, I think, as I said, I think Tears improves upon so much. And when Breath of the Wild came out, social media wasn't exactly what it is right now. Yeah. Uh, in terms of it being so popular and not so not that social media wasn't popular back then, but like uh, the, it was also way, way, way fucking harder to share. Yeah. Twitch, the, the amount uh, of uh, content Switch clips being shared about this is just astronomical in a way that I think it's going to have more of a lasting cultural impact than Breath of the Wild because it went from being like gamers like this to it's so mainstream now. That is actually really, really true, too. Um, now, if you ask yeah, me okay. that question. I don't know. I might I might not say tears. I figured I like I figured that you're enjoying it, but you would probably prefer the first one. But I don't think I can play the first one again. Does that make sense? No, but because this this is like a step up in terms of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just it's just weird. Like and I feel like where my where I am with it right now. It's just I don't know if I'm looking back at it as fondly or as lovingly as I did for Breath of the Wild, mm. though. Interesting. If I play Breath of the Wild now, it would be like, ugh. I can't just but grab like, anything I want. I can't just ascend. Only metal things. I can't just ascend into this into the ceiling of this thing. Um, yeah, right. Next game, Redfall. Trash, right? Is it trash? I it, it's got to be trash, right? In, you're not you're not going to argue of, that this in is in terms of what we do for our hobby here. Um, it's been, it's been fun to talk about this game. Like it's so bad. It's fun. Like in a way, like it's just like, how did this happen? You know what I mean? Uh, like it's so bad. It's good to talk about. Gollum is just bad and there's not a story behind it, but Redfall is just so bad. I put it in trash. Uh, it's good, just, good. it's just like good, so good, bad good, good. to like a level of like, dysfunction on all like cylinders it's like an interesting bad it's like how it's very similar to me about the uh what's the cyberpunk and how when that came out it was like the bad around it was so interesting about how it got here yeah Gollum is just like we all knew that game was gonna be shit (laughs) like (laughs) yeah yeah that's super fair um but again on a tier list like this when we don't have like a d or an f tier i it's just a trash tier i I think it just it it, yeah that's i'm not gonna be that person um, here comes what I'm going to say is the, the first controversial one of the list. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I, I don't think it's controversial. I think we're going to disagree. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The, uh, controversial between you and I, betwixt the two of us. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, I, as a blush, where would you put this? Like first blush, where'd you put it? What do you mean? Like, just like my first take? Yeah. Um, I like, I'm, I, I'm cycling between B and A. Okay. Um, I imagine you might be cycling between S and A. Um, probably closer to S, but I think it's an A. I I would be I would be fine with it being an A. I don't think it's S. Um, I, I am gonna be curious how this game is remembered. Uh, not not like I know like we talked to death about like the bugs and stuff like that. I don't think that's what people care about in the future. Um. And it's not what I care about in the future. Um, But I think that, like, my problem with this game is I would not say that its story is particularly memorable. Would you agree? Or would you disagree? I disagree. Okay. Um, Interesting. I think think in terms of it being, like, a Star Wars story and what I expect for Star Wars, um, it is more about a time we don't get enough about. I think the fact that 
uh, we get in in kind of like a mainline mainstream thing. We're hearing a lot about High Republic life and what that was kind of yeah. like, and it opens that whole world up in a way I think is really interesting. I personally think Cal is one of the coolest, most interesting uh, characters we've had in a while. Um, yeah. And I think part of it's like, where does he go next? I can see the next game story be disappointing with his, with where he goes. Interesting. Okay. Like, and like where are they kind of set up and they could ruin the ending of where this goes, but I don't think that's going to like lessen where, what the story told plus like all the characters and all the stories and all the side stuff that you get to do. Um, I just think it is like, there's so much little extra world building in this game that is interesting. And like, I enjoy, um, and I think as a star Wars fan, uh, like there's so much that they do for star Wars fans as well in a very interesting way. Um, mm-hmm. plus making cross guard more Canon now, you know what I mean? Bringing him more in there, giving <laughs> him more of a style. Um, I, I saw this stupid theory, uh, about the reason why more, more Jedi and, and Sith. There's two reasons why they don't cut through each other's lightsabers. First of all, it's not cool to do that. That's not honorable to just cut through someone's lightsaber when you're fighting. When you say like cut through, you mean like as they're like locked up? Yeah. Or like no, no, no like, them? like the actual hilt. Got it. Okay. It's, it's not cool to do. You don't do that. That's yeah, not it's just like, right. But the other thing is that when the when a force user is holding it, they 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 protrude force around their hands that protects the hilt in certain cases. Um like they were saying like this, like this is why like, you know, the cross guard, it justifies the little cross guard thing. It's, you know, um, okay. but think about like with Darth Maul, when, when they cut that thing in half, that was like a uppercut baseball swing. That wasn't just like yeah, a little like a it. ding. It was just like, <laughs> you know, like it was like, yeah. he went full hard at that. Um, uh, or, or you ever see the thing? Like someone once asked like, wait a second, why don't they just turn each other's lightsabers off? Cause that's just fighting each other. That's actually a fighting style though. Is it? Yeah, that's like that's like a, a a technique that's frowned upon by both Sith and Jedi, like turning your lightsaber on and off. I, well, and then the the other thing is like I think somewhere in canon they like explain like oh actually Jedi have to like think really hard about keeping the button unpressed, but <laughs> using the Force to keep it so that it's not pressed. Was that which my my answer would be they just don't, yeah. <laughs> they just simply do not. One of my favorite things, and this is nothing like necessarily to do with with anything other than lightsabers turning on. I love how when there's a lightsaber fight, you never have them turn them on at the same time. It's either like a I'm gonna start first, zoom, zoom. You get the like the back, or it's like yeah. they're both about to boom, boom. Like when they do that, like oh, you know it's about to go on, about to go quick. I love that. Uh, so Elena knows. So we watched episode two, right? Um, and we're gonna watch episode three at some point. Elena knows the scene from it went like it was like a viral thing on tiktok for a while the scene where anakin and obi-wan are talking before they start to fight yeah um so like she knows that one and i was explaining to her like here's the thing you don't understand about jedi they've got the coats the big coats that they wear and you know it's about to go down when they take the coat off (laughs) it's it's like it's like stepping up you know what i mean about like i like i am gonna fight you like i will um and and i always i always i always think that's really cool Well, that moment when the coat comes off. Minus my like, cow. Oh, it's like also oh, tense. Minus my cow because okay. he's full time poncho. Poncho's not bad. A lot. A, also, a lot change about my cow's look. But once I got that poncho, that was never allowed to change. I will say this about the poncho. 
it's better than the poncho that Anakin wears in episode two, which I noticed. And I was like, ah, I wonder. I had this moment where I was like, they're like traveling and he's got this like beige poncho <gasps> on. You know exactly that. what I'm talking about. Oh my about. God, that is so funny. <laughs> I, like it happened. And, like I was watching it and I was like, wait a second. Is this where this comes from? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Jedi survivor. Um, yeah. A tier. I'm, I'm fine with that. Cause also like, while I was let down by the story, I think that, you know, the story is just such a small part. Like, like damn, the exploration in that game is good. Damn. The, the different, like the, the fighting styles that you have are so good. And the, um, like the boss fights are so good. Like, like, I can't just say like it's a bad game because it's got a story that I didn't like. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, like I, I think that that is that'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Um. But uh, do you think uh, Honkai Star Rail should go on this list or no? Uh, I I think so. Like uh, we're. I mean, I don't really know how I have much to say about uh it. Where do you think it would go? I guess my problem is this: is that I haven't played enough of it to to have like full opinions on. And I also don't I'm not plugged in enough with the game's community to ha- to say anything about. Yeah, I mean, I think it's popular. I mean, it's from a popular developer, but I do not think I'm not going to put it on the list personally because I don't I feel when Genshin Impact came out. That was another one of those moments. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Like it was huge. Like a ton of people were talking about it. This one just like, oh, for those people who want to play this game, you can play this. But I mean, the fact that I got obsessed with a phone game. Yeah. I'm sitting there touch swiping these dumb controls are like just swearing at myself. The heart of the combat is go. My computer's really easy once you go on the computer with the controller. But like on my phone, I'm like sitting there with a virtual. Con- it just wasn't like I got into that. I do not feel yeah. like this one is hitting those kind of levels where I would make an argument that people would put it on a game of the year list or even like consider it in a tier. And it's not trash. So, no, that's the thing. I, I think it's just we don't have enough information. Um, and. Yeah, I don't I don't feel comfortable making a call for it. But you know what I do feel comfortable making a call for? Dead Island 2. Ooh, Dead Island 2. Is this going to be our first B tier game? I'm I'm waffling between B and C, so I I will need a little bit of help. Okay. Dead Island 2 is like <sighs> individual when you look at like each individual aspect of the game, it's like not very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But when it's all in motion and working, for whatever reason, something clicks and, and it is pretty fun. And I put I put a decent amount of time into it. And I, like I even played it like like I played it for work, but I played a lot of it outside of work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I beat the game. I beat the full game. Yeah. I don't know if I ever said this on the podcast. I, don't I beat you did. the full game. Congrats, you did it. Thanks. Um, a few too many sewer levels, and by that I mean about seven. That's <laughs> too many yeah, sewer levels. Yeah, you you had me at one. I think every time a video game is like the guy on the on the headset that you're talking to is like, now you got to go into the sewers. They should like be required to give me an apology. Yeah, yeah. Even The Last of Us, <laughs> Last of Us, the first one. Oh fuck, dude! Even in Last of Us Two, when you end up going, you like fall out of a building into the sewers. I'm like, fuck. Yep. Why? I thought we I've, escaped this, but no. Nope. I I hate nope. this. Yes. Um, I I'm gonna say uh, B or C. All right, I, so, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to do something just unprecedented with this list that we're doing right now. I'm going to yeah, skip ahead do. a little bit. Okay, Forspoken to you. Mm-hmm. To me, I don't think Forspoken fits under upon the trash tier. 
No, Forspoken, I would say, is a C. I think Forspoken is a C. Where does Dead Island and Forspoken fit together with you? I, I would say Dead Island. Oh, gosh. Hmm. I would say Dead Island's probably better than Forspoken. And I like that you've put Forspoken in here. And oh, because Forspoken came out this year. Holy shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I was like, good. I was, wow. Okay. So I would say. Because I don't think you're alone with this. I've he- I've heard m- more positivity surrounding Dead Island Two than I've heard about Forspoken. And Forspoken is like not bad. It's just exceptionally average and cringy in some places. Yeah, and, and like like let me say this too, because um, I know like the the conversation around like Forspoken's writing was like a big thing. And I think you and I had a pretty nuanced conversation about it and we're like it being cringy. Like I don't actually care about like it being poorly written. I do care about like dead Island two. I didn't find Forspoken to be like that cringy dead Island two is cringy as fuck, but it's supposed like, to be. I don't know. I I remember remember in the reviews and people are like and it's hilarious and it's like what but like but you're like, an adult but doesn't like it, it is supposed to be over the top yes you're right it is it's meant to be over the top and it's trying to be funny it's just not funny for spoken was trying to be like not that um, and, I would and, say then then yes Dead Island is B tier but and, what are you saying? I mean I'm not gonna argue for it one way or another because if you think they both should be C they both can be C but I I believe there's more fun to be had in Dead Island than there is in Forspoken that lifts it up not only to what like I was expecting a D to C tier for Dead Island. Yes. But I think it for whatever reason, it's parts came together. It's a little average parts came together to make a nice little set of something that is enjoyable enough. Let me say that I like Dead Island 2 is perfectly enjoyable. I struggle. I struggle to think of anything I really, truly enjoyed about Forspoken. Yeah, yeah. And again, like a, like a mechanic that felt good, a a story moment that landed, uh, anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Forspoken again is like, I, like I don't don't think I can objectively say it's bad. It's just like the definition of an average video game. And uh, uh, totally, a thousand percent agreed. Not that it the mechanics were like downright awful. Yeah. Just that they were not fully realize don't didn't work very well that whole thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um i fucking cannot believe that i forgot that it came out this year which by the way the dlc came out we didn't talk about it um it's on here somewhere let me look how it scored dead island Uh, already a deal oh for spoken yes no for spoken um Although it seems like there will absolutely be DLC it, for oh, it Dead scored Island. it scored uh, it's Antanta we trust it got a, yep. a nice score of sixty nine on Open incredible Craig. believe it yeah. or not I have the DLC have you played it <laughs> no because oh. um, a lot of times when you get I mean you know this when you get the uh, a game from a, from a publisher they'll like give you like the deluxe version so you just like have all the stuff yeah you know what I mean yeah. Um, and I remember seeing that because I have the deluxe version, the digital deluxe version. And I was like, I don't think <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Uh, next on here in terms of notable releases, Minecraft Legends. Mm, that's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, not the game. Of us played this. Not the game, but like yeah. for this list. Scored 70 on Met Open Critic. Yep. Um, is this all... I didn't really hear anyone talk about this. Um, it seemed like the from the reviews, people were like, if you're into Minecraft, like give this a shot, but it's not going to take over for Minecraft for you. Kind of forgettable. 
sort of like RTS slash strategy game. Mm-hmm. It's not, I mean, it's more than that, but. I mean, to me, that fits into the C tier, right? Yeah. It's a game. It's there. It's a game. Forgettable. Yeah. I mean, Should we bump Amnesia up to B tier then? No. Okay. I think it's too early in that. And I think it's such like a specific thing that they're doing like with it that it's not like it's new or noteworthy. And I do not foresee this some suddenly be something that a ton of people talk about. Okay. I, I will. I will accept that from you i here. mean potentially i know this game that literally just came out reviewed hot off the presses but um i just don't know if that's a game that is going to be anything more than there's it's a it's a good amnesia game yeah yeah um i've got on here the murder of sonic the hedgehog but that's a joke game right like this it's not, a joke game. like okay it's it came out as a joke but it seems to be like a complete game yes probably the best sonic game that's come out since sonic frontiers i'm gonna say it's probably better than frontiers <laughs> um, it's probably brief <laughs> uh too too long dear listener to do a bonus episode on by the way yeah we did talk about it we, we were gonna do it yeah it was like what yeah. like two and a half hours and we're like, ah, yeah it's shit. like it's probably a little much to do that yeah, it's no lover watch that's for sure <laughs> oh that game okay that was that was a highlight of this is that coming on that this list fun. that was that was fun that was fun um yeah i think i think it could fit uh on the list uh now we haven't played it necessarily to a point where i feel I th- accurate about it but i i think for the same reason of honk i Rail, i haven't played this I didn't hear anyone talk about this other than like, OMG, they made, can you believe that they made Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog? I'm going to say, uh, there's there's hey. no official list for this. This is going to be something that by the end of the year, you and me are going to be playing. Why? As content. Or like, like a con- oh, okay. Like, oh, yeah. oh, 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 like <laughs> yeah, we should play. Like, I see. Okay, you might be. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm I was a like, busy I was man. Like, you think, well, no, I was, like, I was like, you think that people are going to be like, when the game of the year comes out, they're gonna be like, I don't know, that Sonic, that murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> and like that, you have to go back and play because you're like, I missed it. Um, okay, I understand. Yeah, we'll play it. Yeah, and we'll talk yeah. about and, it. And, okay, and okay, I would okay. say I might even put a Hanukkah Star Rail on a thing that I will play by the end of the year, but sure, I don't okay. foresee it suddenly jumping up to anything higher than a B for either of those games. I would, I would, but absolutely agree. Yeah. Um, where do you think Dredge falls? This is that fishing game with a dark twist. Because my like my like initial like slice at it is B, where it is a perfectly enjoyable game um, that that has some good stuff in it. Um, but I, like I don't really hear like a lot of people like t- saying like you gotta play Dredge. Right? I hear it more from like the indie side of things, like because it is one of those smaller games that doesn't have necessarily mm. the big like like curb appeal to it. But I think when Fair. we are looking at the end of the year, curb appeal and that thing, yeah, it is. Um, I think when we look back at the end of the year, you're gonna hear this game be nominated for things. Um, yeah, okay. At, at, at I don't know if there's a new studio or whatever, but like it will be nominated for something. Um, I think it's art style is unique. I think it's gameplay. Like they're making a fishing sim, but it's also kind of interesting. And it's one yeah. of those that I might pick up at one point. This would be fun to play on the beaches of Italy, wouldn't it be? Damn, you're gonna be on the beaches of Italy. That's right. Yeah. And playing Dredge. No, I'm not gonna be playing Dredge. I'll, I'll probably, <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably still be not playing uh, Persona Five Royal. But, um, but like, I think this is something that is going to be high enough up there that I think people are going to be interested enough in it to make it an A game because it's good. Yeah. It reviewed well. What did it, what did it review an open critic? 
85, which I I think that's pretty good to get that. And and again, I've heard enough people who normally wouldn't like necessarily mention a game. I've heard. uh, Is it 82? Yeah. Damn. Um, I just think it's one of those that's going to come up enough. (laughs) Yeah. To be. I I think that's fair. I think the art is really cool. I like uh, it's a game that I might pick up eventually. Maybe there'll be a sale. I'll check it out. Maybe there's sales going on everywhere right now. Summer of play. My summer doesn't start until after my trip, so hold on to those sales just a little bit longer. Um, I always get frustrated with sales because I'm like, I've played all this. <laughs> well, there's always those games that I keep looking at. I've gotten much better at this. I used to have the nightly eShop check before I'd go to bed. Oh, sure. I'd check the sure. eShop, see what's going on there, um, see if there's anything I wanted to get. And then there's so many games I did that with, and I still have them on my Switch, not played. Yep. But, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Resident Evil 4 Remake. Mm. Uh, um, <laughs> what? No, I, I, I giggled because you, first of all, are going to have the better opinion of this. But I know you were not in, in love, in love with it. I liked it. I think it has a much stronger start than it has middle or ending. Isn't that Resident Evil 4, though? A little bit, but I would say the valley between the quality is much diff- is much different. Okay. Resident Evil 4 original than the Resident Evil 4 remake. Um, I would probably put it in A tier. I didn't I, I didn't dislike it. Like it was great. Like I really did enjoy it. But um I think that um in in being translated to 2023 some things have been lost because they're going for a more serious tone. You know what I mean? Yep. So it, it's not able to be as goofy as the original was. Again, I really liked it. Um, but like the things I think about with it are like all in like the first, like let's call it four hours of like all the village stuff. And then once you get to the castle, I think it doesn't lose steam. It's still good, but it just, it does lose a little bit of that. Like, Originally, the opening, the first like four hours are scary, and then it gets weird. <laughs> yeah, like and, and it doesn't action. ever get yeah, weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you gonna play this? Do you think? Yeah. Before it, the year yeah, gets out, yeah. This is this is one that I have to like, and this is not for yeah. anyone other than myself. Like for so long, you're asking for something. They finally change and fix the stuff that I asked them to play, and I've, yeah. I've become a late convert to like Resident Evil games, like every new game that's come out of resident evil from seven to village to the two remake. Um, I love those games. Yeah. Are they my favorite games of all time? No, but I enjoyed them and they finally took a game, a classic game. I think I owe it to myself to beat that game as a gamer. I would say, I would say that's, that's about right. Yeah. Um, Chia. Chia. Yeah, every time. Every every time. Every time you mention that game to anyone. I know. Every time. Yeah. Uh where where do you think? Uh for me, I think this is along the lines of Dead Island 2. That I think it is a game that has a lot of average parts to it, but all of it comes together to be a pleasant surprise. Um, I mean, even just like having moments when you're like sitting on a beach playing a, a ukulele. Yep. Playing a ukulele. And, you know, you have a choice to either um, to either um, 
play along or watch along. And I found myself yeah. watching along with those by the end because I just enjoyed watching what was happening so much. And I would not. This have, is a beat. Yep. Go on. Oh, no, because I, I would not have expected that for me. Agreed. This is a B tier game that I love. <laughs> yeah, and you, we, we, but it's not mostly because I think you're talking about like combat stuff. It's not going to be on a game of the year list for people because of some of its things. It might be on mine. Like your game of the year? No, not my game of the oh, year, but okay, it might be yeah, my top yeah. ten. Yeah. Oh yeah, I that I think this is a perfect like top ten game. Like this, this would yeah. fit into a top ten. It might even crack into your top five. I find that hard to believe, knowing what this year is, but. Yeah, like last year oh probably yeah, yeah, yeah this year no i mean it's already like looking at this list i'm like there's there's some pretty fucking good games right there yeah. <laughs> like, like no a thousand percent a thousand percent um did you play octopath 2 no but uh i mean if i'm gonna put it somewhere it'd probably be an a tier but i don't know if I, if us's hitbox has a has a, a voice in this I feel like I can't say. Yeah. I didn't play it, and I, I just don't know enough I mean, about it. To me, like, logicking this out, it would be an A, high-quality game, everything like that, but it's just more of Octopath for me, so I just don't think I should put it on this list. Yeah, yeah. Um, Atomic Heart, you played this whole thing. I did not. I didn't even touch it. Uh, how did this How did this shake out for you? Because I know that it seemed like, I, you know, pros and cons to it. You know what I mean? I got addicted as fuck to this game. Like it was yeah. like one of those things that granted it was like an emotional time for me um, as it was like the end of spring break when I'm trying to like <laughs> not do thinking about going back to work or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like it. It's it's like a hard recommend to a certain degree, because I think the beginning of the game is really slow and it doesn't really get to the open world until, you know, about three, four hours into it when it kind of opens mm-hmm. up in this weird way. Um, and it's not like the beginning part is bad and like, well, you have to play through the bad part. It was just like, oh, this is a video game. But then it just starts opening up. And I think part of the story stuff was very like heady to me and was asking some interesting questions about like artificial intelligence. Who would have known that would have been a big talking point in 2023 when they were starting to make this game. Um, But uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. And I think a lot of the game was really clean and I think if the worst thing you say is that you have your main protagonist coming off as this like beefcake man, like this like typical like what you know this 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 gamer guy, um, but it turns out there's actually a little bit more to that character than that. I don't know. I was pleasantly surprised with this game. I would say sure. there's enough good about it to make it a B tier game. Okay, throw it in there. And to be honest, like it would probably, as of now, I haven't played played that much. Uh, it would definitely make uh, my top ten list, and I think it's going to be hard. Sure. Nah, uh, no. Same reason as as Chia. Like it might be hard to ultimately make it, but so far on this list, looking at these games, it would be in my top ten. Okay. Okay. Wild Hearts. I played this one. You did not. I didn't, pl- I didn't finish it, but I played it. You know, fifteen hours of it or so. Um, I think it's a B tier. I think there's stuff I liked about it, stuff I didn't love about it. Um, I like, I, I I like look back on it, and it's the sort of thing I'm like, oh, I should go back and replay that or play it again. But I'm too far out of it now. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but what makes it not? It's, an, it's interesting enough. What makes it not an A tier game? Um, I think that it's it doesn't say this right up front but in my experience it's not really a game that you can play alone like it ha- you have to play online with people um which isn't inherently a problem but it doesn't feel like that is 
you put all your time into like making your equipment and gear and stuff. And even after doing that, it's like not enough to be able to take down the fights, mm-hmm. take down that the monsters that you are going to have to take down. You know, it only works when you're in a big group. Um, and it just, it feels like it's a little unrewarding in that sense. And so like the loop in general suffers for that. Um, just because it makes you wonder like, well, what am I even doing this for? If I can just go online with someone and, they'll be the one who's able to like deal the killing blow mm-hmm. or whatever, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but I do think that it has something cool with its, I'm forgetting the word for them, the little wooden devices that you build. Um, I, I thought where it was a really interesting mechanic, um, if executed a little clunky clunkily. Um, but still I, like, like if you're a fan of, um, monster hunter, like I think this is a, a good series to give it, give a shot. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, this is a game that I'm crossing my fingers is going to come to Game Pass. Oh, I, f- it, it, I feel like eventually it will just because of the deal with EA Play. Yeah, like like it, it, it feels like prime for like a resurgence after a year to come back and like do it yes. and like play with it. So I would love to try it, but I like Monster Hunter, but not enough to like invest yeah. in it. But yeah, he feels right. Um, I got a question for you, Justin. You played some Hogwarts Legacy. Where does that sort of fall with with this this tier list? Uh, Hogwarts Legacy, one of the best selling games of the year. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I think it is a B tier game. Um, yeah, I think some of the stuff that really hold it back um, from being better than a B tier game is its open world is like interesting to look at, but like not interestingly designed in a way mm-hmm. that is like it's not fun to explore. Yeah, you get a broom or whatever that you can like float around and like explore, but like it's not great. Hogwarts itself, the thing I liked about walking around Hogwarts was not exploring the new crypt or the corner here. It was simply you're in Hogwarts and this is like you're walking through Hogwarts, right? Yeah. Like it plays a lot of nostalgia. I think the story is fine. Um, the moment to moment gameplay, you do different stuff, but it's never anything like really exciting. I think the combat system is probably one of its strengths. I think it's really an interesting combat system, but there's so many like little things that just hold it back ever so slightly, uh, with it being better than what it is. Um, Mm -hmm. so I would probably say it's better than average, but it's not great. So probably a B tier on this list. Sure. Okay, that makes sense. Did you finish it? No, right? No, I mean, I put like a, like 20 some hours into it. So like I put enough to like get as far as I'd want to. But like, yeah, there is like some missions, like when you're like doing the classes that it would just like you have to do some of these classes and you're doing these things. It's just like, oh, got to tra- chase another scroll around here and then do this and do whatever. And it was yeah. much more Assassin's Creed than Jedi Survivor in terms of its open world. Yeah, that kind of helps to to show it because, yeah, there's collectibles all over the place in Survivor, but each one felt unique or interesting to puzzle to get around in order to get it. Mm -hmm. Um, Hogwarts Legacy does not feel like an interesting puzzle. It's like, oh, unlock this door. I'm in now. We're there. Or, oh, here's the cave entrance. Got it. (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Um... It's a lot of a lot of games that come out this year. I got to tab through. Oh, uh, Metroid Prime Remastered. Ah, that feels like a simple S tier to me. Remaster of an old game that is uh, one of the best of its kind, the best of its genre. Um, 
it's the kind of game that I want to play at some point. Yep. I just have to find the time to 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 get around to doing it. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think it's one of those that same thing with Resident Evil Four. Um, that I think they fixed problems or like what I would say would be valid criticisms I had with the control scheme of it. And they made it just more accessible. They made it look prettier. They fixed a lot of those issues that, yeah, it's like, is it a new game? Uh, no, if this was on open critic, could we have drafted this game? No, cause it's not a remake. Okay. It's just a remaster, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's a remaster, but it like is a remaster that made the game better. Yes. So. Yes. Which is what you want for any, any sort of remaster. Yep. Yep. S tier it is. Um, yeah, I'm I'm good for that. Dead Space Remake. All right, Peter. This is the moment of truth. Um. Oh, you seem upset by I think, this. No, I I would just worry. I'm curious what you're gonna think about this. I think it's S tier. It, it, to be entirely honest with you, I think it is gripping. I think it does exactly what a remake should do where it takes the framework of an older game and says, okay, how do you modernize this? Ow, I just hit the fuck out of my hand on the Are table. you okay? You're going to survive. You- <laughs> Did you hear that? I, it was loud. Ow, on the corner. Oh. Ow. Well, you know, to, to talking dis- about Dead Space. Yeah, I was going distract me- <laughs> distract you from the pain. You're talking about one of the best games you've played ever. Ow. <laughs> like, that was really hard. Um... Dead Space Remake. Yeah, no, I think it, it uses the original as a jumping off point. I think there are certain areas, like people have talked about it being held back in that regard for like because it has to use that as a framework um, or maybe rather it feels like it has to. Like, for example, like the ending you. OK, spoilers for Dead Space story. You leave the Ishimura and you go to the planet and and the section where you're on the planet is kind of tedious not tedious uh it it feels like it's it's something that would have been like yeah this is a good finale for 2008 but in terms of like now like eh, i don't know right um that said i think it it in just about every other regard is is like phenomenal (laughs) and and uses the modern lens to look at, at a classic game and improve it to the point where I'm kind of of the opinion, like if you're going to play dead space or dead, the like dead space remake or the original play, play the remake. Cause it's just like the first one holds up really well, I think, but there's just enough that it's improved in the remake that like, I just don't see why um, you would ever like, like this is the definitive version in my opinion. Um, I, I put it in S tier cause like, I'm not going to disagree with you on this. Cause again, you're very passionate about it. My only thing that it, and I we talked about this in, in the episode. I've asked this question before. For me, mm-hmm. I have this stick up with the differences with Resident Evil Four and Dead Space, um, and I think that mostly has to do with Resident Evil Four. I don't, I don't I'm not wrong here. Did not age well. Uh, yeah. And I think the definitive for, way to for, in, for a certain perspective. What do you mean? <laughs> Like, cause, I think because part of it's like you could see people like playing the original of Dead Space versus the Dead Space remake. But like you got to play the Dead Space remake. Right. Like that's the yeah. one that you have to do. But I think Resident Evil 4, like the the new version improved, updated and modernized it in a way 
that it's really hard to go back and recommend playing with the old control scheme, the old, you know, the early 2000s thing with it. Like, it's just Resident Evil 4 is a better game, the remake. I would disagree. Why so? I mean, we've talked about this again, but I, I, again, I, I like I'm not going to like necessarily argue because this is only like from my perspective of like, yeah, seeing both of these games because I, I really have not played any of the four. <laughs> and and I'll like I'll say this, like it is like people don't like 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 pe- some people don't like how the original Resident Evil controls. I agree. Like, I, I get it. And like I when we when we did it for the Let's Play for the bonus episode, um, you pointed out like, oh, when you like aim you aim by holding down the left trigger and then you shoot your gun by pressing the a button. <laughs> that's a little, that's kind of backwards. Right. But you have to also remember, Oh, this game came out on the GameCube, where like <laughs> in 2000, you know, like, like that makes sense on a GameCube controller. Whereas now put that shit on the right trigger. Right. But I think any anywhere you play it, where it's like the re like, I think it's a remastered version of resident evil four. Um, so like if you were to buy like Resident Evil 4 on like the eShop uh, on like uh, the Switch or on um, uh, Xbox or whatever, I think it would be an up- a more updated control scheme where left trigger aims and then right trigger shoots, right? I think that stop and shoot is good. I Like I know that sounds crazy to you, someone who doesn't like it. I think it's good. I think it forces you to make the decision to stand and shoot. I think it makes shooting a lot more deliberate. Um, I understand that walking around like that doesn't feel incredible because you can't really move the camera without the whole thing going like haywire. But I think that there is still a lot of value in the original that is lost in the remake. Not only in the controls, because I think that controls the those controls help make it feel stressful and help make it feel like I really I think that those controls do a lot to make you really consider your situation before you do anything. And I think that that's great. On top of that, I think that the tone I really like a lot better where it's like it goes from being like pretty unnerving horror to also being kind of like having this like weird slapstick like comedy stuff that's like really corny and campy. And I like that. That is completely lost in the remake. It is all serious all the time. I think for the most part. Um, so I personally think that there's still a lot of value in replaying the original Resident Evil four. Whereas I still think there's value in the original dead space, but like I think the dead space remake captures the spirit of the original while also sort of using it as a jumping off point. Does that make sense? It, it does. It does. I guess, I guess part of it for me, again, this is what I guess one of my goals, I need to do this before the end of the year. One of, one of my, perceptions of it there's enough changes from resident evil 4 to resident evil 4 remake significant changes dead space they make the original game better yeah i think i think that there is i think resident evil 4 original will will has already gone down as like one of the best and most influential games of all time the resident Evil 4 remake will not be remembered that way like, like, I like I don't think like even when you're looking at like top 10 lists or whatever, or maybe even top 100 lists when when those sorts of things are put together, I don't think Resident Evil 4 remake will be on those lists. Not that it's a bad game. It is a good game and it's a good 
imagine it's it's a good imagine if Resident Evil 4 came out in the year 2023. Great. But I don't think that it holds up as one of the best games ever made. Does that make sense? And I think the reason and like I don't disagree with you. I think the context around that release is part of the reason. Agreed. I, I think as a as being like the first like third person shooter with absolutely with graphics because, that were as like advanced yes, as yes. they were at that time. Yeah. A thousand like and, and that context you can't separate, so it's hard to know, right? But I still do think that Resident Evil 4 holds up in a way uh despite it, oh, even with even with the things that people tend to bounce off from it from. I get you you don't like the controls you're not alone in that and i could not even argue with you and say like like no you're wrong because you're not like you're right that you don't like them so you they're not good for you you know but in my opinion i think that they're that real good (laughs) not real good but like i think that them being that clunkiness and that stuff adds to the experience um in a way that is significant and it, what to me feels deliberate. So what you're saying is street fighter six is really an A tier game. Correct. Okay, cool. Got it. <laughs> uh, hi-fi rush. Where do you think that falls? Oh, that's hard for me. Um, it was my game of the year. Um, up until survivor and, uh, Zelda came out. Like I think pretty convincingly it was my game of the year. I think it was unique in a lot of what it did. I have never really played a game like that before. Mm-hmm. It's just something about it. I don't know if it's going to be like in the equation for being a game that is like the top game of all time. I think that it is a strong A tier. Yeah. If anything, it would be that, we, the high A tier. Yeah. Did we really take Street Fighter out? I did. Oh, I did. <laughs> Do you not want why, to? Why? I mean, just, I don't. I could go either way about the game. Just because I haven't played it. Um, I moved. Okay, so g- b- let's. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush is a uh, a tier. Yep. I, yeah, and a, and a good and a good one. I agree. I think it's a good one. Um, I don't think Street Fighter Six has the cultural impact and the long-term, widespread impact to make it something that is memorable as a 10 out of 10 game i'm not i'm not sure because it's so early true but to me the the way that people are talking about this game i imagine that this is going to be at every single evo for a long time Uh, you know in the way that like i don't think street fighter 5 was to my understanding like i no, i think it was i think it was i mean street fighter 5 like regardless of anything was still like a good fighting game like that, that yeah, okay, that's okay. where its strength was i think street fighter 6 filled around the pieces from it because when street fighter 5 came out one of the reasons people hated it was because it was hate it's a strong word it didn't launch well because they're basically like well here's just your, your fighters and you put them together and there you go it was gonna be like all dlc right yeah just and like, like every, the story mode was like later and even the story mode turned out to not to be yeah, great yeah. it was just like it was a, a good light experience with it Street mm-hmm. Fighter 6, I think they've like fixed that kind of stuff and I think it's one of the highest scoring uh fighting games in a while. I just don't know if it's something that is ultimately going to be remembered as being a industry defining game. Sure. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with wherever you want to put it. I like I just don't have any thought of it. I mean, are you going to play it? 
No. I mean, unless someone says, hey, you need to play this for your job. Right. Which I don't know. <laughs> like, just, it's because it's not really my game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I would say like in terms of like Metroid Prime, like that's on the S tier list. But like that's a game that, that I think you got to play. Yep. You know what I mean? Street Fighter 6, if you're in a fighting games, this is probably a fighting game you should play. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good with moving it but. if you want to move it. Um, <laughs> I think this might be the last game here. <gasps> We're almost done? I think so. Um, Fire Emblem Engage. Engage! Uh, where? So neither of us played this. Where do you think this falls? Waiting for a Steam sale. Um, not Steam sale. Waiting for an eShop sale on it. Um, I think it is not it's not a c game you don't think so no i think it is going back to the fact that people aren't in love with these games on a wide scale enough to talk about it a lot and Uh, are you sure though because like i heard a lot about fire emblem three houses when that game came out and Still, when people talk about like, oh, you got to play like you're talking about like good like games on the switch. Fire Emblem Three Houses always comes up. I don't know if this one will. Well, I think because I'm thinking more of the long that Three Houses is close to that S.A. tier. Yeah. And Fire Emblem Engage is like. I think a good game, but it's just a tactics game. And I don't think that has the widespread appeal. And one of the mm-hmm. reasons why I think um, three houses had such a broad appeal is because it's that, that really simple to understand you're picking your schoolhouse. You're sorted into one of these houses. Then you get to choose yeah. your companions in this certain way. Engage to me is such one of those that you're going to get so much out of it. If you're a fire emblem fan, because oh, it is yeah, bringing it, all of, of the characters and yeah. all the stuff together with it. Um, but I think in terms of it's like the strategy behind it, it's a good strategy game. Um, I think it's like it's not average. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think yes. maybe if there was a D tier on this list. You c- could make more of that argument, but like I still think it's a good version of a game. Gotcha. I'm good. I'm good for wherever you want to put it because I'm deferring to you in terms of the. Um, what did it get? On, what did it get on the Open Critic? Uh, eighty-one. Eighty-one. I mean, so yeah, I mean, it, it like it scored well, like that, like that's a great score. Um, and I think I think it falls under the Street Fighter side of things. Like, if you like fighting games, you're gonna like Street Fighter. But is it gonna make you a fighting game fan? Uh, maybe not. <laughs> What made me a fighting game fan? Um, Smash Brothers, we don't count that. Smash. Um, but what I think one of the first fighting games that really got me into the scene was Injustice. Yeah, okay. Because that was like, oh, you got your sexy characters in here. You got to be like, you know, your your uh, DC characters fighting each other to the death and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I still think, you know, you got Ken. Got Chun-Li. What is it? Are you saying that these guys aren't that these fools aren't sexy as hell? Yeah. You've seen Luke. You've seen Cammy. You've seen Chun-Li. You've seen Ryu. I've seen the human anatomy, Peter. 
that is also <laughs> true. Holy shit. <laughs> um, Holy shit. <laughs> oh, no, I messed up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't, I, yeah. I think I think it's a good game. I don't think it's an average game. I just don't think it, it got, it hit that mainstream appeal that um, mm-hmm. uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses did or, or got. Um, and that's not to say it's not a good game. It's just not ultimately going to be remembered in the same way because of that no i think i think that's fair but so that's it that is the our our list of our, our tier list here i'm gonna read it i'm gonna read it out all right here we read go it from the shit ones first starting in the trash fire dumpster tier we got lord of the rings Gollum and redfall in c tier amnesia the bunker forespoken minecraft legends b tier dead island 2 chia a game inspired by New Caledonia. Um, <laughs> colon. Is that what it says? Yes. Um, Atomic Heart, Wild Hearts, Hogwarts Legacy, and Fire Emblem Engage. A tier Diablo 4, Humanity, Star Wars, Jedi Survivor, Dredge, Resident Evil 4, Remake, Hi-Fi Rush, Street Fighter 6, and finally in S tier. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, Metroid Prime Remastered, and Dead Space Remake. Well, Justin, I think this looks incredible. What a great year this has been in video games. I can't believe we're at the end of it already. We have, you know, all of these games here. It's going to be really hard to sort through this and pick our game of the year out. And there's nothing else that's going to make this more complicated or more difficult. Dude, I can't believe that Alan Wake 2 is coming out this year. I can't believe we still have <laughs> Spider-Man coming out. We have a Final Fantasy Spider-Man, game. Perhaps Final Fantasy. two Final Fantasy games coming out. Uh, what other big ones? are Starfield. Are, Star. <laughs> That's six out of ten. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> I who knows? I, it's a it's a wild card in my opinion right now. Like Bethesda is just such a weird company in terms of like their games that they've been releasing recently. For the I guess their past few releases. I mean, um, yeah. hmm. Pikmin Four. I mean, Pikmin 4. As much as I'm not in love with Pikmin, and I hope it tanks for my fantasy team, I'm sure that game will be good. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say upcoming games 2023. What else is is there to look for? Um, Baldur's Gate 3, I guess. <laughs> um, Assassin's Creed Mirage. That one I'm actually, like, I'm interested in. I'm not going to probably, like, it's not like a day one for me. Um, but it is something I'm, like, interested to, like, see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like yeah. when that comes out, like, what is that going to be? Um, Exo Primal, which doesn't seem like it's going to be, like, an incredible game. But, like, damn, it's going to be on Game Pass. And I'll probably play that, you know? Um, and that that um, uh, the the uh, mech games coming out. Mech game. Oh, Armored Core. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what that's um, going to be? Yeah, that that's supposed to be August. We've got um, Goodbye Volcano High is also in August. Um, let's see here. Um, oh, Mortal Kombat One. Yeah, that's September. Um, that that'll be probably not for me, but who's to say? Lords of the Fallen. <laughs> coming then not to be confused um, with the lords of the fallen no not to be confused with the lords of the fallen uh you've also got alone in the dark which is like a remake or like a reboot of that franchise um i have no idea how that's gonna go uh but who's to say um the day before that's that mmo zombie game that is definitely not gonna come out because it's a scam <laughs> And then that's all that I really that we have dates for. I think, yeah. So far, that's all we have dates for. By the but, way, it's 
blasting insane that in the top six games on Open Critic scored of this year, four of them are Nintendo games. What are they? Uh, Zelda, obviously. Zelda, Metroid, obviously. Metroid, Tents and Trees. <laughs> Is that a Nintendo game? It's a Switch game. It's only on the Switch. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. And oh, Xenoblade like Switch exclusives. Yeah, and Xenoblade Chronicles Three: Future Redeemed, which is technically DLC, but you know, still ninety on that. Did you play that? No, but it's on my list of things I need to play. But also, it's like yeah, at this okay. point, I got a million other things I got to play that are actually going to be counting for Game of the Year. So I don't know if I'm going to yeah do that. Lies of P. Ooh, yeah, that's going to be my sleeper ninety-two. I I bet that'll be be pretty good. Um, Stellar Blade we're supposed to get. I'm excited for that. You know what? Um, Video games are cool, and this is still, I would argue, one of the best years of all time. It is. It is. I know we're like a little close to it to really truly say, but like, damn, I don't know if I disagree with you. I mean, you have a remake of one of the best games of all time that came out. You have a remake of another one of the most popular games to come out of all time in Dead Space. You have uh, Jedi, <laughs> messy, messy, buggy, buggy, animal falling through good, the world, but it's still, but it's a, good still game. a good game. Diablo coming out, Street Fighter coming out, Hi-Fi Rush, a surprise coming out. Uh, did I mention Zelda? Oh, yeah, Zelda no, came yeah, out Zelda, this year. Yeah. You know, like, and that's before an, a mainline Final Fantasy game that is getting some of the most rave reviews of a Final Fantasy game that I've ever heard of come out. Spider-Man, a sequel to Spider-Man game that is coming out. Like, we got a year ahead of us. Redfall, Forspoken, Gollum. Yeah, I'm... I'm... <laughs> It's a good year. Yeah. I can't wait for Gollum to win best game of the year. Can for you us. imagine Jeff Keighley says in the winner for fan best game of the year? Gollum, make it a meme. Yeah, I, can, I can't imagine that happening. <laughs> I can. I've been on the internet. Uh, I'm trying to see what the lowest rated game is on this open critic. A lot of pages to go through. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Gollum's gotta be close. There's gotta be right? some like shovelware game that came out. A lot of question mark games here. Okay. Um, let's see, lowest rated game according to this list of score. Yeah, it is Gollum. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Hey, thanks so much for listening to our show and doing this with us. I thought this was a very fun. Um, if you like this sort of thing, you might consider subscribing to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash hitboxpod because every single week we do stuff like this um, for our deluxe Patreon producers who donate $3 a month. Like uh, That's Jay Noel and Dave Parker. Uh, so if you're interested in, in more of this sort of like non-news um, focus uh, podcast episodes, you can go over there and uh, for just $3 a month, again, you get... Um, 30 minute extra bonus episode every single week and then access to all of the previous bonus episodes. Um, so I don't know if you're, if you're interested in this sort of stuff, you can find us there. You can also join our discord. The link to that is in the description of this episode. Um, support us on Twitter. If you're interested in following us there at hitbox pod and, uh, rate us on your podcast player of choice. That does help us out. Justin, am I forgetting anything? I think we've, we've, we've done a lot of podcasting today and I'm proud of us. Do I have to wear this same outfit? when we record the bonus show uh no it'll be a it'll be a saucy episode we don't have to wear anything okay cool got i'm in 
Maybe I should rethink that, but we can talk about that. Cool. Fair. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thanks so much for listening. As always, we appreciate you. Remember, old games are old. Bye. Bye.